intro music and three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the New Yorker Cartoons Described. I am your host of this podcast, Dave, and yes, I will be describing all of the cartoons found in the most recent issue of the New Yorker um, in great detail so that you may enjoy the best part of the magazine wherever you want on the go. Because if you're like me, you are a single father of three beautiful girls. But if you're really like me, you also don't have a lot of time to pick up that magazine and let alone read all those big articles, but to actually enjoy the best part of The New Yorker, those hilarious cartoons. Uh, One note I would like to say right now before we get into the descriptions is I don't read these cartoons beforehand. I want to have the same experience that you might, just picking up this thing fresh, and uh, I really want to give you, the listener, the first-time experience of fresh eyes as I peer through these magical little windows and gaze upon these funnier worlds. Um, So here we go. This week's issue is October 27th. 2014 and um a little thing off the top here i had to recently suspend my subscription of the new yorker so i i borrowed the issue from my neighbor's mailbox um you know it had been sitting there for a few days now and uh i guess if you're listening dear neighbor which i guess you really should be because it seems like you don't have time to read the magazine so i guess we're kind of even um anyways i i promise to return the little guy in good condition as soon as i finish this podcast so here we go um if you're following along at home i i know you're not because actually you don't have time to read this so maybe you're in a car or jogging or in a meeting at work so here we go for the first cartoon which usually is a few pages in here we go no it's an ad huh no it's just uh uh nope that's not one hmm. it's just people ah here we go the first cartoon of uh, the magazine here we have a man He's lying down on what looks to be a daybed. The man is wearing glasses and sitting next to him in a chair, sitting straight up, not lying down, is another man. He, I guess he has like a goatee, little lines that are like a goatee. Uh, the drawing is of very light lines. The drawing is, in, is sort of like very minimal as they often are. In the caption underneath it, oh, it must be like a psychiatrist situation here. Uh, the caption says, I'm sure the Forbes editors think of you as more than just a name on a list. I think the Yeah, I'm sure the Forbes editors think of you as more than just a name on a list. Okay. So I guess it's it's business related and okay, yeah. It's not bad. It's sort of like a little business joke there and uh I don't think it's making fun of psychiatry cuz it seems like a honest um diagnosis but pretty funny um sort of worried about forbes magazine um i used to have a subscription to that too but i also had to sort of suspend it temporarily 
Next cartoon. Here we go. Ah, here we go. This one is one of those that has actually a lot of um, detail to the drawings. So it's not just a basic drawing. There's like, it's sort of like very real. And it's um, two people sitting in a living room. Two women, to be specific. One of them is sitting on a couch and she's she looks to be holding a glass of wine. And she looks, I would say, rather disheveled. Um, and then there's a woman sitting across from her in sort of like a lazy boy style chair, but it's not reclined. Uh, the key detail here, I would say, is there's actually two children in the room and they are, <laughs> they look like little terrors. They're, they're actually not that cute. They're kind of heavy set in a, kind of, one looks like a Chucky doll and the other one, yeah, it would look like a female Chucky doll. So they look like they are, they're tearing up the joint. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so we have these two women and they are sitting there and the caption reads, of course, I drink during the day. I'm way too tired to drink at night. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She, so they're, that must be her kids. And uh, <laughs> they're just, they're just, they're running the joint, you know? And so she's got to drink during the day because by the end of the night, she's very tired. And um, why wouldn't you be two kids? Try raising three on your own, though. Lady and... Uh, yeah, actually, don't call me because you're just a cartoon. I wouldn't call you back. Here we go. On to our third cartoon of The New Yorker. <laughs> okay, here we go. This one is, again, a rather realistic drawing. Two people are standing in a backyard next to a doghouse. And uh, one guy is a man, and he's rather regular looking. He's bald, and he's wearing a... Um, a sweater with a collared shirt underneath, so he's rather normal. But the guy next to him isn't very normal at all because he's a clown. Like a classic clown, little hats or that uh, ruffled neck thing. And, yeah, okay, so they're standing next to a doghouse, kind of like a Snoopy-style doghouse in the backyard. And out in front of the doghouse, there's like a... A balloon animal in the shape of a dog tied to a string, so it's kind of like, must be helium-filled because it is floating, and that string is tied to, I guess, a peg in the ground, and again, a clown is looking at this with a very regular um, man with male pattern baldness, um, and the caption reads, he was a rescue. Okay, okay, so it was, uh, it's the clown's dog. I wasn't expecting that when I was describing it. I thought it was the balding man. Kind of looks like my father. Um, so I guess the clown, yeah, clown would own an a inflatable balloon dog that he made himself and I guess rescued it. And it just, it's interesting because I guess it's sort of insinuating that the clown... Um, can breathe helium because the dog is floating like in the, above the doghouse. So, because usually clowns blow these things up with their mouths, at least in my experience. So, hey, I guess that's part of the joke. It's sort of like that's the great thing about a lot of these cartoons is they're just so layered. You know, like you would think the clown would be enough, but the fact that the clown also can breathe helium is just a whole other expected layer. Next one, here we go. Okay. See, they, they tend to, like, save the good ones for the middle. We're warming up here. 
We're underwater, folks, because there's a few fish, and they're just sort of swimming normally. But underwater, there is, I guess it's a cab. It's got to be a cab. It's not a police car. It's a cab. Regular man, cab driver. But in the back seat, there is a fish, and the fish looks like his mouth is open. And the cab is pretty close to the bottom of, I guess, is an ocean or a lake. Don't know if it's freshwater or saltwater. Um, probably saltwater. I see a starfish. So they're near the bottom of the ocean. It's pretty deep. <laughs> and the caption just says, just quick and, you know, painless here. Right here is good. <laughs> That's the caption. Right here is good. So I guess the fish wants to get out. Um, <laughs> the cab driver might be dead, actually. Um, there's nothing here to say that he's alive. Because he's underwater. And he's motionless. Of course he would be. It's a drawing. But it doesn't... There's got to be water in that cab. So the fish can probably just get out whenever he wants, though. And he wouldn't be charged a fare if the cab driver was dead. Uh, here we go. This one... Um, it's very bold lines in the drawing. Uh, so it's not as realistic as some of the other ones. And uh, so we're in a stadium... Um, I don't know what sport, but there's sort of like stadium seating and there's people sitting in their seats. And you know those foam hands you can get at sporting events? Well, there's a bunch of people and they all have the exact same foam hands. The foam hands only have three fingers on them and they're all kind of raised. Like if you had three middle fingers and you, you raise them all at once, but they're varying heights like the one in the middle anyways it's like just three fingers and the number the numeral three printed out on the foam finger bunch of people look like they're having a lot of fun and the caption reads reality football i don't i actually don't know what that one means at all so reality football three fingers hmm okay on to the next one. Can't all be diamonds, can they? All right, we're back. Now, another cartoon, kind of halfway through the issue now. So we have a couple in a hot tub. The one guy kind of looks like uh, Leisure Suit Larry, but without um, a shirt on. Maybe they're in a hot tub. Must be in a hot tub. He's got a cigar. And there's a woman sitting across from him in the hot tub. She's got a glass of a bottle of water in her hand, and she's in a um, bathing suit. I can't tell if it's a one-piece or two-piece because you're just seeing everyone from the shoulders up. She's got a ponytail and sunglasses on like the laser suit Larry guy. And there's a palm tree that's kind of leaning in the wind. And then just like a very basic outline of mountain range in the background. And the caption reads, I still compose my tweets in longhand on a yellow legal pad. Okay. Yeah. Why? They'd be talking about that in a hot tub. I don't know. Is there a technological comment? Um, yeah. Because no, if you to write out your tweets. But why are they in a hot tub? I don't know. Here we go. This one, this next one. So let's move on from that one. Um, this one's a kind of a messy line style a little bit. And I'm guessing we're in a coffee shop. Yeah, we're definitely in a coffee shop. 
um, two people standing behind the counter, but we're kind of, you know, seeing in front of the counter. There's like some stanchions and rope and a little garbage can that says push on it. And it looks like they're looking at each other. And the woman on the right, there are two women behind the counter. Maybe they have laptops in front of them. I don't, I've never been in a store like this, so I don't know. Um, one woman's got the ponytail. She looks to the other woman and she says, I'm so ready to quit. The pace sucks. And every night I go home reeking of hazelnut. Okay, I get it now. Hazelnut, like, um, it's like a flavored coffee joke, I guess. <laughs> Imagine hazelnut doesn't smell that bad, but I guess that's the joke. You kind of go home smelling yummy and that'd be weird. Oh, this one. Okay, this one doesn't have a caption, and I always love these because pictures speak um, like a lot of words. So this one is I, a Mr. Potato Head, and he's at the door of his house, and Mrs. Potato Head is standing behind him near the stairway, and she's not happy. <laughs> she's got her arms on the side of her uh, potato head like in a in an angry manner and her her uh, eyebrows are arched in and her mouth is all like oh i don't like that and mr potato head looks so guilty and you know why right away because he has a set of lips pressed into the side of his head busted <laughs> I mean, it's a sensitive issue finding a partner that has cheated on you. So, you know, um, kudos for them going to a bit of a darker area. Some people might not feel comfortable laughing about that. I'm not in that camp. I am. I like this one a lot. Um, yeah, Mr. Potato Head, you are busted because of those lips uh, that are like, I guess they're pressed into his flesh because he's a potato and that's how they affix their things so his lover was quite aggressive actually to pull her lips off and press it into his flesh he also has a briefcase so he's clearly a man of um works at an officer has a good job um okay this is um this is sort of running across the top of page 52 new cartoon it's actually three drawings so we have a triptych here uh first one is a man he's got a like a hammer and a chisel the classic style and he's chiseling away at a block and he's sitting on a little stool man looks like he's wearing a lab coat and he's also bald a little bit of male uh, pattern baldness um just got a ring of hair around the back so he's chiseling away and the second image next to it okay so he's chiseled away at the block and he's <laughs> starting to chisel a little block i guess a corner of it you just see the corner of it and then the third one reveals all this um, artist chose to do this day was chisel from a large uh, cube square, a smaller cube square. <laughs> and it's exactly like, you know, the first one we saw, but just smaller and kind of there's debris around it because he's chiseled it. And he just kind of has this satisfied look on his face at the end. It's actually pretty cool commentary on, I don't know, something, but... It's a nice one. Three-parter. It was worth it. Um, here we go. Just trying to find the next one. Here we go. All right. Here's the next one. 
Um, so it's a woman, very basic line drawing style cartoon here. It's like, um, yeah, very basic. So there's a woman and she's looking at a man who I can best describe as a connect the dots style person, but the dots have not been connected in any sort of logical way. They're just like crisscrossed all over his body. Like you could probably easily, if you just followed the dots, draw an outline of this man but whoever decided to draw these dots maybe god so maybe i haven't got the caption yet so it could be about god um has just sort of crisscrossed all over and he does not look happy and the caption reads and don't come back until you've connected the dots properly and don't come back until you've connected the dots properly because <laughs> his dots are not connected properly so yeah, it would be terrifying to see someone like that, actually. You would want them to get things sorted. I guess it wasn't about God. Next one. Okay, we are in an office. There are charts on the wall. And uh, there's a bunch of people sitting around this desk. Looks like it's probably some sort of conference of a business. We have a man at the head of the desk. We have a man at the end of the desk and the backs of the heads of a woman and another man. That's the normal part. Here we go. Here's the other part. There's a caveman seated at this desk, and there is a fire on the middle of the desk. And the man at the head of the desk, who I'm assuming could be the boss, is looking at the caveman, and he's saying something. And they all have really big noses. That's sort of like the style of this one. Um, so again, there's a caveman at this desk. Uh, it's more like a table than a desk. So, uh, the caption reads, before we begin, I'd like to thank Og for making this wonderful fire, which up until now I had not thought him capable of. <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. I guess he didn't know like from where in the history of man, this caveman was. And he's sort of relieved that this man can at least make a fire in an office on a desk, which would be like a violation of numerous fire codes, but could it be? It's funny. It's just funny. You know, I'm not gonna deconstruct that one. Sometimes they're just funny. Sometimes they're funny for being funny. Here we go. We're coming towards the end of the issue here. We're in a doctor's office. We have a doctor. He's looking at a chart. And there is a patient, I'm assuming a patient, sitting on one of those doctor table bed things that they put the paper on, you know. He is wearing um, tube socks with stripes on them, the patient, not the doctor. And what looks to be short shorts, kind of like your old style tennis shorts. And this man is also bald. He's got that ring of hair on the back of his head and he looks... I don't know, not forlorn, but he looks a little nervous. The doctor's just about he's saying something he's wearing glasses and he's got a like tightly cropped hair and um what is he telling him let's find out your best cholesterol lacks all conviction and your worst is full of passionate intensity <laughs> your best cholesterol lacks all conviction and your worst is full of passionate intensity <laughs> That's not how a cholesterol test is supposed to be read, so that's really smart. I don't know if I get it, though. Here we go. Next one. We're in another office scenario here. There's a lot of work-related things here, because 
like most people, unlike me, have a job, and they, I guess, can relate to this. I remember what it was like when I was when I worked in an office. So there's a woman sitting behind her desk. She's got a, you know, a computer in front of her because you can see a keyboard on the monitor. And there's a woman standing on the other side of the desk, and she's got a file folder in her hand. She's wearing a dress. She's got long hair, high heels. And the woman behind the desk, to go back to her, she looks a little more severe. Short hair, glasses, and pearl necklace, I'm assuming. And the caption reads, Does this desk make my job look big? <laughs> okay, yep. Bingo. Bosses can be like that. It's just all status. That's, that's smart. All right, this is, okay, and, oh, a few more pages here, we might be done, that could have been the grand finale, um, you just never know when the last one's going to be, well, you have an idea, but, you know what, if that's, if that last one was the last one, then I'm happy with that. Okay, it looks like it was, because I've come to, um, the final page of the magazine, and there's a, you know, there's a reason why the final page is, uh, all cartoons, they do save the best for last in every issue, and if you're unfamiliar with the final page of The New Yorker, um, it's just a smorgasbord of, uh, cartoons and what they do is there's a little contest that happens on this last page and it's kind of fun so there are three different cartoons actually all on one page and what we have is the winning caption from the previous week we have finalists from the week before and then at the bottom we have a new contest and the contest is fill in a caption for the picture now I'm a big fan of these cartoons, but I can't for the life of me figure out how these people come up with these great captions. So I'm a fan. I would never uh, enter into uh, the contest for fear of being destroyed by some very, very talented people. So here we go. Final page. Very excited. So the winning caption from a previous week uh, has, oh, we have a father and son, they are enjoying a day of fishing, the drawing is rather lifelike, um, and the young boy has, <laughs> there's something on the end of his rod, and, uh, they're in a boat, and on the end of his rod is not a fish, no, it's a businessman with a briefcase, and he's actually got a full head of hair, unlike the other people in this issue, and he's got the a hook, I assume it's the hook, you can't see it, but the, the line is in his mouth, and he is on the end, and he's above the water, and the father clearly is saying to his son, nice catch, son, now close the deal. <laughs> uh, I guess he's a businessman, so he's, that's kind of, he's using the language of business, but sort of in a casual fishing environment, so it's pretty funny. And now the next one, so we're looking at three finalists for this caption, man and a woman, they are in a restaurant, and they're looking at their menus, and the table they're sitting at, and the tables in this restaurant are weird, because they look like ovens. The top of the ovens are just four-range burners. Um, doesn't, I don't know if it's gas or electric. I had a gas stove that malfunctioned very, um, 
violently. So I hope it's a, a, an electrical range because they're far more safe. A little more expensive to run, but it's worth the trade-off. So the man's looking at his menu. Woman with a bob haircut, probably blonde because it's light, looking at hers. Um, and here are the three finalists for the captions. So I don't know. Let's see. The sign said home style cooking. Okay, got a reference to uh, the range top. Second caption is, it's not a menu, it's a first aid guide for burns. <laughs> okay, not, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, because it could, the flames could shoot out of this thing and be very irresponsible. Third caption reads, it says here that service is not included. <laughs> no, that's not good. Uh, I hope that one doesn't win. Um, I really hope that doesn't win. Just as I will write in if that one actually wins. Uh, okay, so this week's contest, moving on to the final cartoon of this podcast. And uh, this week's contest, we have what appears to be uh, an, an executive style office because it's a very large desk and what looks to be a very comfy chair. And what looks like to be the secretary, I'm going to assume, because she's not in a suit. So she's on the phone, and she's looking out the window. And what she sees is a set of stairs basically going from the window up into a vortex in the sky, an opening in the clouds. There's a silhouette. Oh, I guess heaven. Maybe they're suggesting going up to heaven or maybe into the atmosphere, but walking up a physical set of stairs. So let's see what um, someone's going to come up with that one because it's pretty crazy. Uh, I can't imagine uh, having so much freedom to just walk up into the sky like that and, I don't know, visit heaven, say hi to lost relatives and just sort of maybe come back feeling a lot better about getting laid off from your job and just your life in general. So that's um, all the cartoons in this issue uh which brings us now to the top tune of the issue looking back on all these great little funny stories i'm gonna have to say it was the the one about um mr potato head cheating on his wife uh, mrs potato head um just because it dealt with an issue that i know is very sensitive to a number of people including myself uh infidelity and you know what <laughs> It made me laugh, and it just made me realize you can find a little bit of brightness in all that darkness, and um, kind of really needed that right now. So, thank you very much for listening to the New Yorker cartoons described. Please subscribe to this podcast, and I will describe you instead of seeing you in the funny pages. So long.